When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytelling, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. India announces tea industry reforms. U.S. considers exemptions to Chinese tariffs and a tribute to Nepal tea maker Morris Orchard. More in a moment, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliftia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Facing declines in export revenue, India's Ministry of Commerce and Industry has funded several programs and instituted fundamental reforms in tea. In September, the Tea Board of India said it will suspend seven sections of the Tea Act of 1953 following the Commerce Ministry's decision to amend the regulations. Seventeen of the Act's 51 provisions are no longer enforced as India gradually deregulates the tea sector. Permits to grow tea will no longer be required, a decision likely to increase unregulated production by smallholders who now account for 52% of India's tea by volume. Tea production has rebounded in 2021, up 18% compared to the first eight months of 2020, to total 792 million kilos. In the South, funds to expand mechanization demonstrate India's recognition that the cost of labor needs to be constrained. The Tea Board of India will disperse 18 to 20 karori about 2.5 million U.S. dollars annually to various stakeholders under the new program. 275 smallholders in the Nilgiris, for example, qualified for subsidies that pay half the cost of battery-operated leaf trimmers and pruning saws. India's Minister for Commerce and Industry told executives on a recent trip to Assam that, quote, Exports have remained stagnant for the last 10 years, end quote. She announced a 98 crore allocation, about 13 million in U.S. dollars, to boost tea exports from northeastern India. The announcement comes as Darjeeling exporters begin talks with Chinese buyers in hopes of offsetting a decline in sales to Japan. Prior to the pandemic, we've been trying to enter the Chinese market in a big way, said Anshuman Chanoria, chairman of the Indian Tea Exporters Association. 
the Chinese are willing to pay 15 to $40 per kilo, significantly more than the average price for tea exported from India. Darjeeling growers hope to export 3 to 3.5 million kilos this year, a total down by half over the past 10 years. The five-year tea development and promotion scheme provides about 967 crore, approximately 130 million in U.S. dollars for growers, and funds existing subsidies as well as an additional 1,000 crore, about 134 million dollars, in benefits to women and children in Assam and West Bengal. Trade talks between the U.S. and China will resume, but there is little hope the Biden administration will do away with tariffs that have depressed tea imports from China for the past three years. However, U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai announced the U.S. will resume a program that allows companies importing some product categories to apply for exemptions, relieving them from paying the tariff. Applications for exclusions were suspended in 2018. USTR writes that of the initial 2,200 exclusions granted, 549 were extended through December 31, 2020. Criteria to qualify is based on economic hardship and whether the product is available only from China, which is true of several categories of tea. The U.S. currently charges duties on $350 billion of Chinese goods, penalizing importers who often pass the added expense to consumers. Tariffs add 7.5% to the price of Chinese tea. Tsai said the U.S. does not want to inflame trade tensions with China, but made it clear additional duties and restrictions could be imposed. Business Insight Tariffs on tea are insignificant compared to those levied on steel and agricultural food products and create no hardship for the Chinese who annually export $2 billion worth of tea. The 50-day comment period on why the USTR should reinstate exemptions opens October 12th. The list of previous exemptions is posted on the USTR website. None of the 549 exemptions were granted to tea companies, but companies importing ink cartridges, submersible pumps, lampshades, bottle caps, and electric motors all made the list. Congratulations to Birmingham-based Royal Cup Coffee and Tea, a roaster and blender with 70 distribution centers, now celebrating 125 years in business. The COVID death of tea maker Morris Orchard, general manager at the Jinshabari Tea Estate in Nepal, is a sad reminder of the pandemic's toll on the global tea community. Orchard, a third-generation tea man, was 58. Welcome to the program, Kevin. Nice to be here. Will you share with listeners how Morris Orchard advanced tea making in his lifetime? He was sort of handpicked by the Gowali brothers when they started the Junchibari project as one of the up-and-coming managers. And they tuned into his authentic uh, excitement about tea making, which was one of his main features in the early 90s. There was always somebody in the factory that had the focus just on the tea making. And they would be proud of what they did, and they would have a certain amount of passion, and they would be respected by everybody in the factory. 
as costs and prices started to have uh, less and less, that sort of passion and that person kind of got squeezed out of the system a little bit. A lot of factories ended up without that person. I think they selected uh, Morris in the first place because they saw him as one of these people. He was always very um, happy to tell you stories about uh, his uh, past teas that he'd made and so on. And uh, he really genuinely got up in the morning excited to experiment and to refine his artisanal connection to this uh, to this product. And it's kind of infectious when you're a tea buyer and you meet these kind of people. Uh, there are still a few in the Himalayas, and I'm always happy to hang out with them. What were some of his innovations? The uh, Gaiwali brothers had been bringing in machines from here and there. They'd also been bringing in different cultivars. So it gave him a larger playground for uh, experimentation. One of his big breakthroughs was developing autumn teas that were easy to sell at the prices of first flush teas, uh, which in the early days of my career really wasn't the case at all. He really pushed the bar on uh, the autumn uh, whole leaf tea production. Are you sure a personal story about Morris? He was a very quiet, humble gentleman, just liked to listen. He had kind of a passion for life and other artistic endeavors. He was really into cooking. Uh, I remember one evening we were there and uh, he announced that he had some friends coming over and he was going to make pizza. So, of course, uh, you know, we're up in the Himalayas. We weren't expecting uh, much as far as pizza went. But then we went out in the garden. He built a brick oven. He had gathered fine ingredients from here, there, and all over the place. And he was making the most delicious, fresh, straight-out-of-the-oven pizzas you could imagine with all his friends around. Nepal has reported 11,000 COVID-related deaths. India may have experienced as many as 3.0 million since the pandemic began. Well, we have had a, certainly had an impact uh, in the garden, some regions more than others. Some of the more uh, distant regions, we've had uh, very little impact of infection. Other regions, it's been quite heavy. They're actually uh, down in Calcutta, where the teas arrive and go through auction, and we're dealing with people that are the tasters and buying and selling. And I have, I don't know anybody over there that hasn't lost friends in the la- in the last uh, year or so. It's quite shocking how many people have been dying in Calcutta. COVID is less mysterious now, more methodical, numerical, but awesome, fearsome fatality counts that rival the 1918 pandemic. The greatest toll, however, is personal, affecting talented individuals like Morris Orchard, with repercussions that ripple through the global tea community. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports India's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for the week ending 2nd October 2021. The conversation around reforms continued. Last week, the Union Minister of State for Commerce and Industry, Anupriya Patel, visited Assam. She stopped by at tea gardens and met with stakeholders at an interactive session in Guwahati. She also visited the Guwahati Auction Centre. 
The minister said that a sum of 1,000 crore rupees has been approved to be used exclusively for the overall development of tea garden workers in Assam and West Bengal. The focus of development is health, education and skill development of women workers and their children. She added that the government proposes to set up packaging and training facilities in Assam for agricultural and other commodities. The minister asked all the stakeholders to come up with a self-sustainable model for holistic development of the industry towards developing Assam as an export hub. The Tea Association of India presented a paper to the minister where they've asked that the present import duty of 100% on tea to remain and not be reduced to prevent a greater influx of cheap tea into the country. In the south, the dip in exports continues to cause concern. Local media reported the severe shortage of containers which has spiked freight rates significantly that the cost of transportation now equals the value of cargo. About 4,000 containers of tea are exported annually from Tamil Nadu. Freight charges that were $1,950 to Rotterdam in December 2020 stand at $7,800 now. In auction, Sale 39 saw good demand in Kolkata. Orthodox continues to lead in demand with Middle East active. Darjeeling saw fair demand this week with Tata Consumer Products more active than Hindustan Unilever. Prices remain similar to the previous week with Darjeeling seeing an average increase of 24 rupees this week. Guwahati saw good demand for leaf tea with prices remaining mostly unchanged. North India saw fewer outlots than the South. In the South, Kunur and Coimbatore had a lower sale percentage at under 50% for orthodox leaf and dust. CTC leaf did better. Cochin had the lowest sale percentage for orthodox dust at 19%. Prices were not significantly different from the previous week. 109 kilos of green tea on offer in Kunur remained unsold. And now, a word from our sponsor. Q-Trade understands that a successful tea blend goes beyond the creative fusion of appearance, aroma, and flavor. Our multi-award winning product development team is passionate about converting natural ingredients into sensory experiences that customers crave. Every recipe is formulated with a commercial backbone of dependable quality sourcing with a pricing structure that supports a safe, regulated, profitable, and scalable blend. Q-Trade meets every brand's retail, food service, and e-commerce need. For more information, visit our website, qtradetees.com. This week, T-Biz travels to Alberta, Canada, high in the Canadian Rockies, where we visit one of several Swiss-inspired tea houses designed to provide high mountain trekkers shelter and warmth. And then we visit Tokyo, Japan, to meet tech and tea entrepreneur Hiroshi Takato, whose titus blends of brown seaweed and matcha are formulated to help diabetics control high blood sugar levels. The rugged Canadian Rocky Mountains thrust nearly 20,000 feet into the sky, a haven for hikers that has inspired a unique style of high mountain tea houses built to provide warmth and shelter along the trail. In Banff, Alberta, Jessica Natalie Willard visits Jolene's Tea House, a refuge for mind and body. Jolene Brewster's new tea venture is the culmination of years of passion and business experience, along with a healthy dose of contemplation courtesy of time spent in the Canadian Rocky Mountains. 
About 15 years ago, the entrepreneur from Banff, Alberta, ran a tea cafe. Then she moved into selling tea exclusively online and at markets. Now she's back with a new business partner, a refined business concept, and a new name, Jolene's Tea House. Jolene, our listeners from around the world may not be familiar with the tradition of taking tea in the Canadian Rocky Mountains. Tell us a bit about the history of tea in the Banff region. So we live in a, a place where tea houses are unique to Canadian culture. They are a part of our history here in Banff. The tea houses we have in this region were actually built by Swiss guides, and they were built to be a refuge for hikers and, and explorers traveling and enjoying this countryside. And with the spirit of that, with the spirit of people having tea, drinking outside, having tea on the trail, over the fire, climbing a peak and having, having your rests along the way, we're still doing the same thing today. We, we are still a place that people come to, to enjoy this incredible atmosphere, the mountains, to find what they're looking for, to explore, to have their, honestly, to have their minds explode with the beauty around them. And, and tea is the beverage of choice. That's what you take in your thermos out in the mountains. And I really believe that whether you're at home in front of your computer, working all day, we, we need those moments of pause, of presence, of introspection, of enjoyment, and a good cup of tea can give you all of that. Your original tea retail store closed in around 2010. 11 years later, what lessons learned have you carried into your new business venture? 100% uh, the model of our retail business going forward is so similar to what I've done at markets. I have done hundreds and hundreds of farmers markets around Alberta, BC, across Canada. I've been to huge gift shows like the one of a kind in Toronto, which is magnificent <laughs> and a lot of work. <laughs> but it, it was successful. And the interaction we had with people it, it worked. I, I love that people can come into our shop. They can sample different teas. They can smell. It's an educational process. The one thing that surprises people is, especially because we're promoting the culture of tea houses and, and making that as much an interactive experience as possible within our own beautiful heritage cabin here in Banff. We don't serve tea. We don't do food and beverage. And, and I learned doing the markets, if I want to be able to talk to people and make it more educationally focused, we're not able to be pouring constant cups of tea and, and have that busyness and distraction. And we're not creating a to-go environment. How is the business of tea different today than it was your first time around? I think there's been some amazing companies like David's Tea, really who've re really made tea fun for people. And they've they've brought... People who normally wouldn't be interested in tea, they've brought teenagers in. They've made it a modern, exciting environment. And I think that has opened the door for us to go to the next level, to delve even deeper into the organic, the quality, the, you know, the minute differences. Paint a picture of the ideal Jolene's tea drinking ritual. Outside. If you can take a moment in your backyard, on your balcony, after your morning run, something with activity outside 
I'm an avid horse rider and trail riding in the mountains is one of my passions. And to be able to take a small saddle bag and, and pull out my thermos and have a, a drink of tea after my ride is incredible. My partner, Jess, would most likely run up a mountain and have a cup of yoga chai at the top. To discover how the Canadian Rocky Mountains are infused in Jolene's business, visit jolenesteahouse.com. Tea has an ancient history of medicinal applications, many of which have been validated by scientific research. Joining us today from Tokyo is Hiroshi Takato, CEO, founder, and a blender who, with his team of food scientists and doctors at Japan-based Titus Tea, is exploring tea as medicine. Your company's two new powdered teas, Calm and Awake, are condition-specific blends formulated for diabetics and pre-diabetics with high blood sugar levels. Why did you focus on diabetes? There is a population who diagnosed in diabetes. They lack the time to manage themselves. So we provide the uh, fastest way to manage the nutrition and uh, control the blood sugar level. And also we give away to the, uh, solving the diabetes problem more widely. There's a over uh, 400 million people was diagnosed with diabetes in globally right now. Uh, 122 million people in the United States are diagnosed with diabetes and pre-diabetes. I think that is a very huge problem. And uh, the cause of their uh, diabetes are rapidly increasing. And their main driver, uh, we thought, is consumer lack of time and cooking skill to effectively manage their health. I think... Consumer with type 2 diabetes lose an average of two, two hour and a half a day. Uh, we want to solve this problem. And uh, so we want to provide the fastest way to manage nutrition without any cooking prep and skills. Maybe four, three or four years ago, I, I started to research and develop this product uh, using ingredients that have been clinically tested to elevate high blood sugar in diabetes with our doctor and the diet chats. I want to give away for solving diabetes problem more widely. So uh, every TDS purchase contribute to the company's uh, diabetes advocate task, uh, which goes toward insulin for life USA, who provide insulin and uh, disease management supply free of charge uh, to diabetic patients. The Calm blend is a mix of traditional herbals such as turmeric and ginger. Awake contains matcha and powdered peppermint. Tell us a little bit more about the health benefits of brown algae and the healthful interaction of tea and seaweed. Our key ingredient is uh, seaweed polyphenol and alginate and focusanting, which was clinical evidence for inhibiting digest enzyme from digesting food into glucose. So therefore, it can be reducing the amount of sugar in the body and preventing uh, blood sugar level from rising. So this mechanism also used in the medication to control high blood sugar level with diabetes. Consumers without diabetes can enjoy the benefit of the low sugar plant-based drink that prevent sugar crusher and blood sugar spike uh, before 30 minutes before their, uh, their meal. That's the most benefit to control 
follow their after meal blood sugar spike. So now we yeah we produce two type of flavor. Uh, one is the uh, matcha and mint based, and the two is the uh, turmeric and ginger based flavor. And the uh, both is uh, good for the uh, hot latte or uh, on in the uh, summertime. And the best uh, way to use is uh, put our tea under some skim or a plant based milk, one teaspoon uh, one. One teaspoon powder uh, include the uh, hot milk that is easy to solve and uh, easy to drink. So that is the most simple way to use our product. And also some uh, customer using our product into their uh, soup or something. So that is uh, another best way to use it. So I I definitely recommend it. Some other consumer are using our product with the uh, smoothie. So the green smoothie, so maybe that's this way is uh, more fit to the matcha flavors. You're making the point that its versatility encourages people to drink these tea blends in soups or smoothies, or in a warm plant milk-based latte. The most important things is are easy to drink. So please enjoy. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.